0: Hello, good friends, this is a stupid song, but perhaps you'll sing along, as I move my feet with a dance belt on, but we all know it's a thong. (laughs) I hope you know what I was going for there, (laughs) but if not, I'll explain, coming up next. Dustin can watch. Have you ever been in a school musical? Did your mom or grandmother ever sit you down with a classic movie channel or maybe a DVD to share the MGM Technicolor spectacles of yesteryear? Maybe you've only become a part-time fan of musicals via TV shows like Glee or High School Musical or Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist or even Buffy's musical episode titled Once More with Feeling. Either way, Apple TV Plus has a new half-hour musical comedy from SNL producer Lauren Michaels called Schmigadoon. My history with musicals is a little iffy. Sure, we all grew up with Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. Side note, Billy Burke, who played Glinda the Good Witch, is actually a distant cousin of mine. I loved Rick Moranis and Steve Martin in Little Shop of Horrors, but overall musicals weren't on my radar until high school. At 14, in the beginning of my freshman year, I had planned to audition for Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, a stage show based on the MGM movie. At the time, I loved the song Till I Hear It From You by the Jen Blossoms. It was on the Empire Records soundtrack. I practiced and practiced singing the song, just even videotaping myself, but I just couldn't hit the notes. My voice was still changing and I didn't have the necessary vocal training to pull it off, so I chickened out. That is, until the next year, at age 15, I learned La Marseillaise in my French class. That's the French national anthem by the way. And this was in a deeper key. So I used it to audition for Guys and Dolls and won the part of Arvide, the grandfather of one of the lead characters. I had a solo. I was elated. I rushed home. It was late after auditions before any of us found out who was cast. So when I got home, I had to wake up my mother, who was panicked at first. You're looking at Arvide, I claimed as she wiped her groggy eyes. My mom, who didn't remember who that character was at the time, was still so excited. (laughs) For the next few years, I was cast in every school musical. My love for performing grew and grew, and I even went to school for theater my freshman year of college. Of course, life took me in a different direction, and I didn't continue in that field of study. But every so often, I would dabble with musical reviews, and I even did a community theater production of Guys and Dolls in West Memphis, Arkansas at one point. Top that off with my love of TV musicals, I was always a bigger fan of TV than movies, but you'll understand what drew me to Schmiganoon. An obvious spoof on the classic Broadway show Brigadoon, which MGM made into a 1954 film starring Gene Kelly, the story follows a modern-day couple with relationship troubles. Keegan-Michael Key and Cecily Strong play Josh and Melissa. Both of them are doctors, and they have a meet-cute at the snack machines in the hospital. They spark an instant connection, and a few years later, they're still together. However, it seems Josh has pulled away, and Mel may be pushing too hard to fix things. Ever the optimist, Melissa signs them up for a couple's hiking excursion. Reluctant and a bit disrespectful, Josh goes along with it. That's when, on a particularly rainy and foggy day, they come across a cobblestone bridge. They cross the bridge through the extremely dense fog and find themselves in a bright sunny landscape that looks a little too perfect. Like a sound stage full of fake foliage and a road that leads to a small town. A very small town. Wondering where they are, They enter the town to find a multiracial community dressed like they're in the 1800s. Petticoats and top hats, and they're singing. They're singing about the town. Schmigadoon! I'd go on, but there's a lot of copyright hoops I'd have to jump through, but rest assured, it's awesome, if not a little disturbing. The town introduces the main players. The mayor, played by Alan Cumming, the Mayor's Wife, played by Anne Harada. The Quiet, Awkward Reverend, played by Fred Armiston, and his uptight, Bible-thumping wife, played by Kristen Chenoweth. We also meet Dove Cameron's Betsy McDonough, one of the farmer's many daughters, and the hot troublemaker in town, Danny Bailey, played by the ever-sexy Aaron Tveit. We even get our first introduction to Pete the Milkman, played by Amitai Marmestein, In this, and every episode that follows, poor Pete gets hurt on and off-camera in one way or another. It's a fun little running gag throughout the show. Sorry Pete. Anyway, Josh and Melissa are floored. They think the performance was stunning, and Josh, who isn't a fan of musicals, thinks it's weird that the music is coming from basically everywhere. Melissa just thinks it's something the townsfolk probably do for visitors. Yeah, sure Mel. The two stay at the Schmigadoon Inn for the night, for only a dollar, mind you. They then have a cheap, hearty breakfast before heading back down the road to return to the bridge. But, when they cross the bridge, they only see Schmigadoon. They turn and, Schmigadoon, what is going on? Perhaps Martin Short's random rhyming leprechaun can clue them in. He pops up out of nowhere and explains that apparently they can't leave until they find true love. What? Of course, proclaiming their love for each other isn't enough. And this starts us off for a whole series of episodes where Josh and Melissa try everything in their power to get out of Shmegadoon. This show made me wonder what other musical tropes they'd turn to. What funny type of character is bound to pop up next? There are questions that the audience starts to ask, like, Is the resident bad boy Danny really all that rebellious and bad? Is the sweet innocent Betsy really all that innocent? Is the mayor of the town actually queer? The songs are top-notch. Great callbacks to those classic musicals of yesteryear. There's even a spoofy, inappropriate version of Do Re Mi from Sound of Music that had me howling. (laughs) It's so freaking funny. It's such a nonsensical and silly plot, and it also makes me grateful that I don't actually live in a musical now, at least not one from the golden age. It seems back then the characters were a little too clueless about the actual real world. Sure, a musical life could be fun, but as you learn from this show, you never know when another number is coming to ruin the moment. At least bad things don't really happen, well, except for poor Pete. Sorry again, Pete. I cannot recommend this show enough. I mean, it's only got six half-hour episodes, and it moves so quickly with all these original songs that are just so full of joy and hope and and just silliness. It's it's so much fun. If you like musicals, and even if you don't, you'll probably enjoy this because of all the players that are in it. I really think you should check this out. If you have any questions or comments about Schmigadoon or any other TV musical. Please contact me via Twitter at Dustin underscore Holden or on Instagram at dustincanread. Also, please feel free to give me some feedback on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you listen to the show. I'd really appreciate that. And if you want to, you can leave me a tip at buymeacoffee.com slash can Read. I hope to hear from you. And again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, Dustin can watch. <laughs>